0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Employees who don't have children feel they are discriminated against in the workplace compared to parents as they feel they're expected to work longer hours than those who are parenting. It's according to a workplace equality survey conducted by Matrix Recruitment. The study found that more than a fifth of employees without children said they were expected to work out of hours. But do childless employees work harder? Are they being discriminated against? Well, we'll be joined by the founder of Clearview Coaching Group and author of the career book, Jane Downs. Uh, Jane, good morning.
1: Hi, Pat. How are you?
0: Now, before we have this conversation, our reporter, JJ Clark, asked people in Dublin if they think employees without children are expected to work more i think they're probably expected to there 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 would be a culture where well you don't have to rush off you don't have responsibilities so you're free assuming that they sort of don't have anything else to do
1: i would be pretty sure that that happens and i think i've been lucky enough to work in places where that's not the expectation like sometimes i you know i do work later than i should sometimes and i would probably be better at maintaining that work-life balance if i had like well or you know not working so much if I had more things pulling me out of the office, right?
0: People are going to think that work is a necessity for people that have children, so maybe the people that doesn't have children need to work more, because they don't need like maybe a family time or something, but I think this is wrong. Definitely, yes. I, I think that people today decide to uh, not have kids and therefore put more into the job, yeah.
1: I think so, yeah, like as a student, um, I'm happy to do weekends and Sundays where the people with kids don't.
0: It'd be very hard to judge that. I think people with children have to work longer hours today because of the state of the economy. Um, They'll have a mortgage, the single person mightn't have a mortgage
1: that's the way I am right now I have no kids and I'm starting a new job and I, I, I don't mind staying on a, a bit longer if I, if I have to like, I mean, where lads, some lads some that I work with have kids and they can't wait to get home to see their kids like, but they don't mind actually doing extra hours as well like, if you want to go home and your colleague who also wants to go home and has kids who do you think that the person who's going to be sent home first is, is going to be? Uh, Normally it is the person with kids, especially if they have to pick people up from um, after school care and stuff like that. So it is fair. I mean, the odd time it would be nice to kind of get off a bit early, but sure, I don't mind. It's only an extra hour or so for me. Is it a sense of good fences make good neighbours that you should lay down the law with your boss and say, no, I'm leaving at five, even though I don't have kids?
0: Yeah, that would be difficult because um, they might say, well, you obviously are in a different situation, but maybe then single people have to invent some story that, uh, oh, well, I have to dash off because I am actually picking up my auntie or my granny or my niece or make some story to try and nip it in the bud. I don't know. It's, it's awkward, but it's an unfair assumption. That report from JJ Clark. Uh, Jane Downs, it does seem as if people are saying that childless workers work longer and harder than those with children.
1: Yes. And we're asking, do companies lean harder on non-parents? And in my experience in the career complaints category, Pat, nothing gets us more worked up than who works harder in no matter what context. And, you know, I think that, you know, it's give and take for everyone in the workplace. Um, Our role in our roles is to ensure that we have boundaries in place and that we assert where we can. But also it's about creating teams that trust one another and that life has a habit of throwing curveballs at everyone. And a lot of it is expected of everyone. And I think in my experience of working with mothers, who um, are trying to, you know, they're almost overcompensating during the working day in order to get out on time to collect children. Um, they may not work, they may not have full lunch breaks, for example. Yeah. So I think it's give and take and I think we've got to be careful not to stereotype this situation yeah.
0: here. I mean, it, obviously there will be some people who will never have parenting duties uh, because they won't have families and there are others who someday expect to be parents and maybe will be looking for that flexibility that they're not enjoying now, uh, which they parenting worker is uh, but they might need it in the future so perhaps they shouldn't be too critical
1: Yes and I look I mean you know we all have you know parents whether you're a parent or not you know that aside we have parents and you could have ageing parents who require support Uh, you might have a dog might have to go to the vet, you know, and I think that the solution here is to remove the pressure on staff to justify time off. Um, but it's up to us, and you know, as employees to create a position of abundance for ourselves where we're working really hard and smart within the working day um, so that um, the trust is gained and built. But it is give and take.
0: Mm. I mean, the idea that someone works through lunchtime so they can guarantee getting off on time or even a bit early to do a school pickup, um, you'd like to think that would be formalized so people all know where they stand because otherwise the resentment, you know, the burr under the saddle that uh, uh, will be irritating, maybe unspoken, but really annoying and disgruntling.
1: Yes, so tensions can arise, can't they? You know, this them and us can, can happen. And nobody wants to feel taken for granted if they're putting in an extra slog at the back end of the day. So I think that we've just got to get a balance here. And it is up to organisations too to create this culture of helpfulness amongst teams so that, that we are helping one another and digging ourselves out at times when we need to, whether it's your boiler goes and you need to get home to, um, you know, a plumber, whatever the case may be. But our child-related reasons for being unavailable more valid? And I think that's the question. Um, And in the pecking order list of hierarchy of needs, where are we at? Um,
0: Well, this idea that, uh, well, I'm having my kids so they'll pay for your pension. I'm sorry, I don't buy that argument.
1: No, not for a second, not for a second. So look, you know, I think everybody needs to have a life outside of work. And I heard somebody interviewed there just saying, you know, there needs to be a pull to leave work too. So I often notice with, you know, maybe high performers, if they engage on a program like an MBA or any sort of college program where they have to leave, they leave. So I think we all need boundaries around leaving within reason. But again, it is everybody needs to do their share within reason. But I would argue that women tend to work hugely hard in delivering during their working hours to justify the leaving on time. But if we row, of course, more men into this situation where we create a balance, and I think men have become much better in that space. I think men are yeah. leaving office too, Well, by the
0: way. Yeah, well the, the, here's one that's just come in on my text screen. My boss gave out that I, as a man, left on the dot of five even though I had kids to pick up. He never said a word to my female colleague who also left on the dot of five to pick her kids up, so kind of expectations of men, um, you know, or expectations that women are the principal uh, child minders, I suppose, uh, in that particular workplace. Uh, mothers work twice as hard. That old chestnut, no proof in this. There is a female in my workplace who was phenomenal at work, but once she had kids, she completely phoned it in, in my opinion. Work was the least of her worries. Uh, I'm a male with kids. It's constantly assumed by colleagues that I'm not the primary carer, which I am. Bosses come to mothers that they need to get home but never uh, to me parents get the option of statutory leave nothing for non-parents says another one Uh, Debbie tells me I leave work early but I log back in at night once the kids are asleep yes Debbie but do people give you credit for that unseen work uh, perhaps and the computer and yeah. it is
1: unseen but we all have a role which is to educate our bosses our managers about what we are doing and also to you know to we don't want to be over justifying all the time I think that was interesting about the person who worked really hard and then suddenly had children and took their yep. you know took their foot off the pedal I mean I'm using the data that I have working over the years with working mothers and in my experience most of the time working mothers are extremely engaged in the work because they have to be there's no room for coasters anymore within the workplace
0: Mm. Another one uh, I wouldn't say expected to work longer hours but it happens every day people with kids especially with working from home they pop out to drop and collect kids from school plus there's always the 6pm kids run to sports depends on the work environment Uh, you could say if they get their work done it's fine but many people could work non-stop 24-7 and never get through their workload or the never-ending to-do list It's clearly something that does need a little bit of clarification, I would say, Jane. Um, You know, the the rights, entitlements, the transparency would ease some of the pressures.
1: Yes, transparency is key here. And to have, you know, policies and practices that are fair so that nobody feels taken for granted and that we have a situation where there is no bias going on here. Um, And I think that's key because nobody wants to feel taken for granted or that there is unfair. Mm -hmm. But this is a discussion point that's healthy in some respects, but we just need to be careful not to stereotype, because I think stereotyping can be pretty dodgy at times.
0: Jane Downs, founder of Clearview Coaching Group and author of The Career Book. Thank you very much for joining us.